for 12 years in a row. Ranking Arizona's number one most trusted referral network, rosieonthehouse.com. And we're privileged and happy to have you. And over three decades of Rosie on the House. Welcome to my house. It's Rosie on the House. Every Saturday morning, we come to you and we open our phone lines to take your questions about home remodeling, home improvement, home maintenance. Wherever you're listening to us in the great state of Arizona, you dial the toll-free number, one 767 Our call screener just happens to be my first wife of 43 years and still my current wife, <laughs> sweet Jennifer, and she will get your name where you're calling from, your question, and we'll put our 50 years of home building and remodeling experience in Arizona to work to solve your problem. I'm here with my son and co-host, Romy Romero. My baby daughter, Carol Grace, is in the research. We call it the wedge, the wedge room. And then, of course, our broadcast engineer, Mr. Gary D., is making sure we're all dialed in to send the radio signal to wherever you are listening from. Driving down the road in the car, your weekend cabin in the hills, out on the prairie of the Chino Valley, Coconino Plateau area, or on the desert floor in Phoenix, Gila Bend, or Tucson. We cover the state, we cover the state for you. And the number is one 767 We have built, owned, and remodeled homes in virtually every neighborhood and community in Arizona. And so let us put our experience to work for you. And today we're bringing in special guest, Mr. Sal Saccato, Rosie Certified Window and Door Replacement Specialist at Dunright Windows and Doors, serving in the Phoenix metro area. Sal and I and Romy were out on one of Sal's jobs this week, kind of just looking at some new innovations that you were putting into a particular home that I'm going to want to talk about in a minute. But the one thing I, w- I, I think I want to talk to homeowners about right now is because we do have a lot of do-it-yourselfers that tune into the broadcast and they want tips. And there, there are several projects that I think just kind of cross the line of homeowner do-it-yourself and really should have a pro do this and replacing shower tiles tile showers because homeowners don't understand the importance of the shower pan so they put the shower together leaks like a sieve and it's got to be redone that's a very specialized talent window replacement is a very specialized so sal thanks for taking the time you're your weekend time to come in and join us on the broadcast. And I'd like to talk about your typical Arizona home built in the 60s, 70s, or 80s. They have an underperforming window. We can just assume that. Absolutely. <laughs> that's the norm. I, I mean, that, that's just the norm. <clears throat> about the 90s, some of the merchant builders started upgrading to a much better window. But the 30 and 40 year old homes have all underperforming windows. Talk about uh, U-value, R-value, and just dirt infiltration <laughs> and, and, and what the industry has done to improve all those in the last 30 years. 
Well, even in the 90s, the 90s only had, I believe, maybe towards the end of the 90s, there was a one or two coat low E. But typically, if it was an upgraded window, it was a bronze glass. That bronze glass is not as energy efficient as any of the single coat low E's. Today, there is three coats, if not even four coats low E, which is on the inside of the double pane. Um, the old single pane windows versus the dual pane windows, the dual pane windows without any low E to them at all were about, maybe they were blocking out about 16% of the heat. 16. 16. Yes. 84% of the heat was transferring right into your home. There you go. (laughs) Uh, versus the glass today, if you go with technology's best without pushing the envelope, you're going to be blocking out 95% of the UV and 80% of the heat. Now pushing technologies that is just so significant when you're not when you're not only talking about saving money on your energy, but it's more important than that. It it's the comfort of your home. Oh, absolutely. Each room should be consistent in room temperature. And the right window goes a long way in getting you there, regardless of the orientation it has. Right window and correct glass as well, yes. Now, a lot of people say, well, this window is not in direct sunlight. Do I need to go with low E on it? Absolutely. All the energy efficiency numbers that we're given are actually taken in the shade. So when I tell you this piece of glass is blocking out 80% of the heat, that is actually in the shade. Very interesting. And when they came out with low E for for so long... um, the industry was able to use that for a significant price increase. <laughs> then all the manufacturers adopted it, and it almost became like, "Hey, you get you, you know, you get the low E, and it, it's affordably better." Absolutely. Yep. Low E and argon. Three coats of low E is going to be in almost every window today. Uh, the argon as well. Uh, you can't even purchase a single pane window for your home anymore. That would be the most expensive single pane, single piece of glass. No low E would be the most expensive window to order. Describe what low E coating. Well, well, let's start single pane glass. I tell people um, we have historically rated building materials by their ability to resist heat transfer. And so that's what your R value is, the material's ability to resist heat transfer. An aluminum frame, single pane, clear glass has an R value of less than one. It's about 0.86. So it has no ability to resist heat transfer. You can suntan behind it. You can can suntan behind it. In our daughter's home, uh, she bought a home, two bedrooms, facing west, no shade at all, direct sunlight. We took infrared thermometers in there, and we were reading frame temperatures of 130 degrees inside the house. Oh, absolutely. So you, you've got these windows that are basically operating as space heaters. Oh, yeah. Inside yep. the home, you're paying the air conditioner to cool off. And it's not working very well. And it isn't. So think of those windows as an R1. And I'm not even going to talk about how dirty they are and how noisy they are. And how much dust you have on your windowsill. Oh, God, it's horrible. (laughs) So then we go into dual pane and the economizers start putting an eighth inch sheet of glass, an eighth inch airspace and an eighth inch piece of glass. Really not insulated glass. 
in my experience, you really need a half or a five-eighths inch I, between glass panes. I believe seven-eighths of an inch overall glass thickness is going to be technology's best for what they found. They have gone up to an inch and a quarter, dropped back down to an inch. Seven-eighths of an inch overall is the best for energy efficiency. So, and now we can engineer the glass panes separately. Correct. As to their treatment of the heat and the light and even the sound transmission. Absolutely. Yep. There's many different ways of, of going about uh, designing your window for your needs. And when we get a properly glazed opening, we can take that R value from less than one to about a four or four and a half. And that doesn't sound like much, but folks, that's a, on the low end of the scale, that's an exponential improvement. It's just, it's huge. I tell people all the time, if we could build homes that just had an R10 envelope, it'd probably be the most efficient home we could buy. But instead, we pack, builders will pack a two by six wall uh, with insulation, put a one inch foam board on the outside of it and be talking about, well, our walls are R38, R45. Yeah, but you're putting in R1 windows. <laughs> That's your weakest link. It, it is. It's killing you. It's absolutely killing you. So for lifestyle, I've always been a proponent of spending money on the windows. Save money on your countertops or on your flooring. That could all be changed later. But go ahead and spend the money on the windows first. Now, I want to go to the house we were on this week. Okay. Uh, out in the North Valley. Uh, 20-year-old home? Was that was that about? Is it? Do I remember it was a that right? Two thousand and one house. Okay, uh, it had for that era for the vintage it was had decent windows. Mm-hmm. It was actually commercial grade windows in there from the era. Tall door windows. Was that were those ten footers? I believe they were nine footers. Nine footers. Okay, so tall, big, wide openings, <clears throat> um, and the homeowner. Was new to the house? Fairly new? Correct. They had okay. just moved in to remodel that home. Okay. And we've got a lot of glass facing the west. It was a shaded patio, but it was facing due west. I want to talk just for the next minute. What was that homeowner's motivation for getting you out to look at the window package? Well, there was a lot, actually. There was design. She wanted to change the color from the old desert tan or tan-colored aluminum product to the new upgraded anodized bronze or visibly black finish, the energy efficiency, the ease of operation, and the actual configuration of the operation as well. So there was it was across the board for her needs. She didn't like those existing windows very much, did she? Well, no. She wanted and, to change everything. <laughs> and you saw that kitchen window on oh, what yeah. we did. She wanted a huge pass-through and, and not obstructive at all, and we were able to produce that large opening for her. The kitchen had a window above the sink that accessed a patio facing due west. And it was a typical, what we call XO slider. X means that panel moves and slides. The O means it. Did I just get that back? Nope, you're yeah, correct. Yeah, 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 X, X is the operating, O is your fix, and it's always yeah. from the outside looking in. Always from the outside looking in. So she wanted a bigger opening to the outside correct. with a more efficient window. And Sal Sacato of Dunright Windows and Doors 
actually engineered a custom solution that I want to talk about when we get back in the next segment. All right. All right. We'll start with that kitchen window. Okay. All right. It was very, very creative. We'll be back with Rosie on the House. We do have an open line if you'd like to join the conversation and talk doors or windows at one 767 4348 Rosie on the house, bringing it to your house, home, castle, and cabin this morning. Appreciate you tuning in. We're here with Mr. Sal Sacato, owner of Dunright Window and Doors, Rosie Certified Window and Door Replacement Specialist, who we just happened to be out on a site on this week where we were filming a particular residence he was modifying with some pretty custom applications. And I wanted to talk a little bit, Sal, about what you did for the homeowner on that kitchen window. And I want to reset the stage just a little bit for anybody that's just tuned in. Uh, a, a nice home out on in the north part of the valley that looked out to the west across a golf course. Very nice home. Very nice western view. Luscious desert and green. And the kitchen window looked out onto that west-facing patio. And as many people like to do and uh, use a setting like that for entertainment... I imagine the homeowner, for that reason, wanted that opening to be much bigger than just the 30 or 36 inches that she was getting with the sliding unit. So how did you go about engineering what you solved there? I thought that was pretty creative. Well, each and every product and or homeowner is is looking for some. I'm sorry, each and every homeowner is looking for something different. And for that specific opening... She wanted to have a large pass-through. She's going to be putting a countertop on the exterior. She wants to slide, you know, whatever uh, out and have her hors d'oeuvres out there. So in having a large opening, um, we actually wanted to incorporate that commercial product and tie into the rest of her house of what we have installed earlier. We designed, basically it's a door with the minimal amount of frame. So you have about two inches of frame around each glass edge. And the door can open outward. Um, the locking mechanisms were taken off of the design of the bifolding doors, which works perfect for a window. Romy, you were able to utilize those and see how that worked. And basically, it just allowed you to, to have a push-out casement-style window with no obstructions at all. And the limitations of the sizing is pretty large. That one there was... Six feet by seven feet of what that opening was. It looked good. And then you take the window sill and remove it or, or never have it installed, and you replace it with a door threshold. Um, so, re reverse on that. So, so we did, you could pass straight through. I loved that. Correct. So we utilized a window frame on the bottom instead of a door sill. Okay. So it was essentially an entire window is what it was. So it started as a door. We just utilized some parts as a door, brought it into a window configuration. And now you can't even, it's an absolute amazing looking window is what it is. You bring your solid surface countertop mm -hmm. up to the in and outside of that frame edge. And you're literally just sliding platters across the countertop. Did we bring that one flush? I'm not sure if we brought that one flush I, or not. I, I think I caught it flush. 
I, I know we had a bottom sill on it, so I don't know if there was a lip or we brought it flush. Any of it is doable. Again, whatever the homeowner's looking for. And what she's really looking for. And what she was really looking for was keeping wet feet from the pool from coming into her kitchen. <laughs> Wait, I'm lost now. We're still talking about the window, aren't we? Right. Okay. So with the pass-through, you, you can put anything there from you the go. kitchen I got you. out to the patio <laughs> to keep them from coming into her kitchen. That's what she was looking for, I'm sure. Maybe. It, it might work. A couple we'll summers see. with kids in a pool, you you, you know. You just put the lemonade right out there and out keep the kids the out. There you go. Now, in that frame, were those all thermally broke? Yes, I do believe that that was a thermally broken product. And the okay. thermally broken product, just for who uh, you know, whoever doesn't know, is where you separate the exterior aluminum by the interior aluminum by a piece of non-conductive material. It doesn't allow that heat to transfer through. So it doesn't allow the window frame to become an interior heat radiator. Correct. Greatly increases the efficiency of the window itself. And then how about just the weather sealing? properties, the air tightness, the dust elimination? Well, so it depends on what you're comparing it to. Your older standard aluminum windows, where you would have all of the dust on your windowsill, you'll have somebody slam the door and you'll hear your window rattle, or you can hear the wind actually whistling through your window. Those are going to be letting in so much dust. The new product today, um, whether it's the commercial aluminum, um, a any product besides your standard aluminum product will have a significant difference in air filtration, sound, and dust. So we can do so much more with doors and windows in today's generation of products. So I want y'all to be careful in going out and just selecting what might be on sale someplace and deciding you're going to install this. That may not be the smartest dollar investment for the improvement of your home's equity as well as your lifestyle at the home. There's going to be some very significant implications as it relates to energy efficiency, noise transmission, moisture elimination. You certainly don't want to put in a new window where you've lost the integrity of your vapor barrier. And Go ahead. Oh, <laughs> that was a commercial. It is, it is. So there's actually a lot of design aspect to it, uh, measuring. You definitely don't want to just purchase a window and then go out and look for somebody to install it. That's for sure. Done right windows and doors here with Sal Cicado. We'll continue the conversation right after this. Y'all stay tuned. And you can join the conversation if you have a question about your windows or doors. one 767 4348 one rosie for you. Arizona, it's Sanderson Ford country, and I have a perfect story to tell on that. Just this week, I was in my pickup truck, driving to a very remote location in uh, eastern Arizona, up at 8,000 feet. I had my dog kennels in the tr in the bed, and I went on a hike. When I got back, they looked at me and they said, "You're Rosie Romero." <laughs> I said, well, what made you guess that? Well, we've heard that's the kind of truck you drive. We saw the Sanderson Ford license plate, and we saw the LSU bumper sticker <laughs> and the dog kennel. So we knew. And they live 
south of Eager and Springerville. And he says, our whole ranch is Sanderson Ford pickups. They come down from Eager. They're they're driving 240 miles. Do they pass even once they get down the mountain through the valley? They got to cross the entire valley. When you live on a ranch, the last thing you want to do is go into the city. And you got to cross the whole city to get to Sanderson Ford. Why is that? Uh, Well, it's the same reason I've been buying all our cars for the companies, for the family, my, my extended family, my mother, my sisters, the in laws. They're all in a Sanderson Ford. You just you, you don't even have to have a designated contact there. Just go. They're all going to treat you the same. And my new F-150 has actually changed my lifestyle after missing payments. Missing? We You missed a payment. Uh, well, it was late. You know, I buy stamps at the gas station when I fill up. Okay. And, you know, I, my old... F-150 was an 08. Okay, yeah, um, And yeah. I was having to, you know, about every third day fill up. An honest 200,000 miles on it? 300. 300,000 300. miles. Okay. Well, I only fill up every two weeks on this new truck. And a couple times, I just think, well, I got, I put the bills in my truck. And well, when I fill up gas, I'll put the stamps on it and drop them in the mailbox. That little, two weeks later, that and it's like it rides on the dashboard for all. You <laughs> so like that new I, truck. I right? have to buy two books of stamps every time just, just to be safe now. All right. And that truck came from Sanderson Ford. As I was saying, our family shops at Sanderson Ford has for over 30 years. We don't even think about shopping anywhere else. And I can't tell you the number of Rosie certified contractors across the state of Arizona who have found out their commercial fleet dealership is as good as it gets. It is the most award-winning Ford dealership in America. And it's right here, locally owned and operated in Glendale, Arizona. Wherever you are in the great state of Arizona, find your way to Sanderson Ford for your next auto shopping experience. Continuing our conversation with South Cicado, done right windows and doors, one 767 4348 That's 1-888-ROSIE for you. Tax questions can be sent to 411-923 or email info at rosieonthehouse.com. And Sal, during the commercial break, you were talking about the energy efficiency of windows and doors and how that relates to the homeowner and being able, you know, dollars and, you know, you, you wanted to, to rephrase how that relates to the homeowner. Correct. Well, I think by putting it in an R value might be difficult for a homeowner to actually understand the energy efficiency or what they're actually going to expect when they have a new window replaced. Uh, typically, when we have a homeowner that does just a portion for whatever reason, financial or whatever reason, if it's done in the middle of the summer, they typically call us within a couple of weeks and figure out how to do the rest of their windows because they had no clue the energy efficiency difference that they were going to have. So as far as standing behind the glass, with the new glass today, with the most energy efficient glass option, it can block out 99% of the UV and 87% of the heat. Uh, Touching the actual glass itself, you'll have about a 10 to 12 degree split versus the interior room temperature. So it's going to be absolutely amazing. That that and the UV, you know how on your blinds or your shutters or your carpet, it's just deteriorated by the sun. Now the new glass is going to be blocking out 99% of that UV and you're not going to have any um, disruption to any of your stuff on the inside. I 
I do like to encourage people to take a look at their whole house system, take a whole house energy audit to determine where the low-hanging fruit is for where their home can be made more efficient. And very often, uh, it's the insulation, it's the caulk, um, it's the duct work, but windows play a big part in this. But I always tell people, look, you, you, you're going to replace the windows for the quality of your life. You're just, you're go- yes, it is going to show up on your energy bill, but you're going to enjoy your house so much more. You're, it's going to be quieter. It's going to be cleaner. It's going to be more comfortable. It's a quality of life decision investment. Absolutely. Most people actually say that they feel more secure in their house with their new windows, which they are still more secure, but the sense of the feeling is because the windows are actually a lot quieter. So they feel more secure. They're just more um, sound detonating. I have a question for you guys. Um, Just as a person who has a lot of contact with homeowners, you know, and and being everybody's best friend because of Rosie, I'm I'm the interim. But it sure was easier being best friend with only three million people (laughs) when we started the show. It's getting hard at seven plus million now. They're getting grumpier. Yeah. So anyway, um, you know, I, I wanted to reiterate, you know, you had said this is not a DIY project. But there's still a lot of people who would like to, you know, they think they're going to save money. So what they'll do, and this goes in all industries, like somebody will call and say, I bought this flooring or I bought this, you know, window and I got this great deal and all I need is somebody to put it in. But I have to tell them I'm not going to be able to find anybody for you. And Sal, can you kind of just speak to that as a, you know, as a business owner and installer, why that is not a good idea to buy your own product? Absolutely. (laughs) We do come across this all the time. Um, You really hit it on the head there. For a homeowner to go out, take his own measurements, go to a big box store, buy his own product, and then he has it sitting there in his garage. And now he's looking for somebody to install it. Nobody wants to install it because they're utilizing the window size of what the homeowner has taken, first of all. Is the installation going to be a nightmare? Chances are it's not going to be as well as having a professional take the measurements. A quarter inch can make a lot of difference in a window measurement. Oh, that's that can be an extra eight <laughs> hours of work. A quarter inch larger is a lot worse than a quarter oh, inch smaller. <laughs> but even still, um, we order all of our windows very specific within an eighth of an inch of everything. Each opening is measured maybe 10 to 12 different ways, um, you know, um, cross-measured just to see what the largest window that we can put in there, given us our quarter inch of adjustment needed, and that is the best. So I highly suggest otherwise for buying your own windows and then find, finding somebody to install. And I, I hear from a lot of the guys too, you know, you're if you do that to a contractor, you're asking him to warranty a product you've bought. You know, the contractor has not kept track of it. He doesn't know where it came from, you know, and then what it's happened to it between the time he bought it and like you said it's sitting in his garage you know so for for you to come out and warranty something like that that you're not even in control of the product is very hard for you to do i would assume any good window and door company would not take on that uh, that job very good great question jennifer and, and jennifer is the voice to the homeowners during a big part of the week with all the phone calls we field during the week one of the other innovations that we talked about while we we're out on site is uh, the, the, there are lots of ways to open that back patio sliding door. Uh, you know, with the pocket doors that, that 
operate either manually or motorized. Uh, but you particularly had the uh, the the pivot doors. Mm-hmm. Get, yep, g- cool. I like them. The pivot doors are great. I absolutely love them. There's so many design opportunities that we can do. We can the. Um, overall sizing of what we can get off of just one panel is incredible. I think we can make one pivot door up to maybe nine feet wide, 12 feet tall as one door. (laughs) They're pretty incredible. How many people does it take to open it? Oh, they're really easy. (laughs) Once that pivot point is all taken care of, there's, there's no problem whatsoever. It's just like a normal door. That's a, that's huge. Mm -hmm. You just don't want to slam it. No, <laughs> that's a lot of weight and glass, but it's it's very well balanced. Absolutely, that's a three hundred fifty pound door panel. Probably more than that. Yeah, golly, that's huge. But the pivot door again, uh, I like the security locking mechanisms they have on them. Mm-hmm. Yep, that's going to be all commercial products. So it's all commercial, uh, a, a commercial framing material. So the thickness of the extrusions. Uh, the locking mechanisms, all of it's commercial. We do incorporate some residential things on it, like your residential sill. We don't need to go with the ADA sill. We do want to have a more water retention sill option, so we incorporate some residential stuff onto those products. I like the weather tightness. Oh, absolutely. of, Of the weather stripping as it closes and seals up tight. Yep, they are absolutely secure doors. Yeah. Locking points can get them in dual, triple locking points. We can design it to where we have locks absolutely anywhere. Yeah. So the the pivot door is just another one of those options that you can entertain when it comes to trying to open up that backside of your house. It's a statement piece. That is for sure. It is. It is. Let's see. We've got Matt um, with a question. Let's see if we can bring Matt in. Pushing the right buttons here. All right, Mr. Matt. Good morning, Rosie. Good morning, Sal. How are you guys doing today? Good, thank good, you. Good. How are you? Good. Hey, Sal, I've got a I've got a question for you. So my house is uh, was built in '87. Some of my windows are dual pane. Some are single pane. Um, they're all terrible. And uh, I it's on my list. Like Rosie said, you know, I look at the low hanging fruit and have been chipping away at that list. And over the years, we've been here about 10 years, um, I've had people come out to do the, the window presentation. Um, I've listened to Rosie long enough. I've sat through enough presentations that, you know, I don't need to see the light box with the heat bulb and, you know, watch the little <laughs> the <old> sales <laughs> kit, you know. Yeah. And, and almost every time I, I want to talk to somebody about windows, it's a, well, it's going to be a two-hour meeting and your wife has to be there. And you both have to sit there the entire time or we can't talk to you. And I'm just now, curious if that's a... We're definitely not, not like that, just for the record. That's, you're not going to get that. And you won't see any of our non-pushy salesmen with a, a heat lamp either. So <laughs> so if, if I were to call you, I could have somebody come and it's just a take measurements and then here are your options. And if I want more information, I could get it, but it's not a force kind of a thing. We are truly customer service geared and you will absolutely see that. So none of our salesmen will be pushy. We don't have any sales gimmicks. We're not going to tell you we're going to give you 40% as a discount if you throw a yard in your uh, sign in your yard. We are as straightforward as it gets and have us come out and you'll absolutely see that. 
So is that just to satisfy my curiosity, is that just a, a sales tactic that a lot of other companies use? It, I would have to say so. For us, customer service is number one. Sales would not be our top priority. So we really like to take care of our customers, make them informed so you guys can be an educated consumer. And then from that, we do end up getting the sales, but we don't push, push, push. And uh, again, you'll see that. Matt, I can tell you, uh, in the industry of home improvement, that became kind of a sales training technique that developed in the it, really in the 80s when many of the housewives were having to find that job to create the two incomes to support the family. And very often, the home improvement specialists would show up and only one would be there, and we'd find out everything that they want. And then we would put a proposal for that, and then they would want to both be there for the presentation. And you'd end up renegotiating the whole thing because they hadn't talked about it and agreed to it. So it is a sales training technique that the home improvement entire industry adopted in the 80s and 90s that I've never ever agreed with so it isn't just the window salesperson it's it's virtually it's many many of the home improvement uh companies indeed uh sal i do have to say one thing uh as you know we refer you often thank you uh I, I hope you know that. <laughs> um, We're not going to – is Matt still on? When Matt is not still oh, on. Oh, okay. Do you want to – If Matt's still listening, Matt, call the office, ask for me, and we'll talk over the phone, and I'll, I'll point you in the right direction. What and, number and, would that be? Uh, 602-456-2227. I recently referred you to absolutely one of my most favorite clients in the world, and uh, she texted my personal phone. You tell Sal, I love my windows. And uh, I think she actually called you a genius. Oh, yes. What was her name? Marsha. Marsha. Sweet lady. <laughs> yeah, very. One of my absolute favorite She clients. got her new windows installed? Oh, yeah. Perfect. Done, yeah. Fantastic. I've got swinging doors, a jukebox, and a bar stool. My new home has a flashing neon sign. Rosie on the House, your Arizona Saturday morning tradition for answers about your house, home, castle, or cabin. It's only one of the things we do. The other thing we do, of course, is publish a weekly newsletter that goes out digitally and is distributed to tens of thousands of Arizona homeowners. And the topic of the week, when you receive that email on Thursdays, will tell you what we're going to be covering in this particular, that next Saturday's broadcast, which is, in particular, pivot doors, but we've covered a lot more than that this hour with Sal Cicado of Dunright, Wenda and Door. And Sal, I, th I think you ought to give folks uh, uh, your phone number and your web address again, should they have more questions. Absolutely. Dunright Windows and Doors, 602-456-2227. And our website is azwindowreplacement.com. And your service area? The whole Phoenix Metro. Okay. There you go. Sal Cicado. Again, Rosie Certified. Sal, I think you're probably celebrating about your fifth or sixth anniversary as a Rosie Certified, aren't you? I think so. Yeah, maybe even seventh. Uh, and we've gotten incredible feedback uh, 
on on the services you're providing the mini Arizona homeowners. We appreciate you carrying the banner and carrying that rosy torch out there. We take much pride in our work, and thank you. We we love hearing all the the positive feedback we get. All right, folks. We publish that newsletter. Uh, tell you what we're going to cover uh, in each of the hours. Uh, in the next hour, we're going to be talking a little bit about, uh, we've talked with Sal about opening the house up to that back patio. The next thing we're going to talk about in the next hour is how can we make that outdoor patio more comfortable? And one of the technologies and one of the tactics and strategies that we use to beg you to open the back of the house and get into the backyard are high pressure misting systems and we're going to talk a little bit about that in the following hour about how much more comfortable they can make that outdoor environment how much more livable they can make your backyard and how they extend the season of when you can open that new back door I agree. I'm actually going home to work on mine right now. It just so happens. So I might be the one to call in and ask the question. Shoot it up, baby. We've we've been running our Mr. System at the house for about a month now. And I, our dogs love living on the back patio. And it's a west-facing patio. And we turn the ceiling fans and the misters on. And in the right conditions, with the right humidity, low humidity, we can actually see a 30-degree ambient temperature differential from the outside unshaded air temperature to the patio circulating the fan and the misted air. Wow. I didn't 30, know 30%. It, it, wow. 30, 30 oh, degrees. Oh, 30 degrees, yes. In the right atmospheric conditions. As long as your mister system is set up well. And it has to be a high pressure. So we're going to oh, yeah. cover all that. But you got to get the windows and the doors first. Absolutely. All right. And how would they do that? So Again, done right windows and doors, 602 456 2227 or visit us at azwindowreplacement.com found at rosyonthehouse.com plug your zip code in and uh, push in windows and Dunright will pop up serving the greater Phoenix metro area so Sal again thanks for taking time out of your Saturday come in join us it's always my pleasure being here Arizona homeowners all right Mr. Romero what you got up your sleeve? We've got we we last week we never got to the most asked questions of the week, so now we've got two weeks of most asked questions that we'll be covering. They want to know how long should a paintbrush last. I got some definite opinions about that. <laughs> and it's the open home hour. You can join the conversation at one triple eight seven six seven four three four eight. One triple eight Rosie for you. Text questions can be sent to four one one nine two three. Or email info at rosieonthehouse.com. The other question they want to know is about home warranties. Gary, would you go to the closet and get my soapbox, please? Will do. Okay. Home warranties, paintbrushes, and the difference between high gloss and flat, and where do you use each? As well as your question. <laughs> 